I don't know. Okay. Um, welcome back to episode 71 of the Anime Saves Base podcast. I have my wonderful host with me today, back of Jacob's head and uh, Dude, the Invisible uh, Mantle. No, 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 no. Why did you actually just use my full name? That's, <laughs> that's the cringiest thing you've ever said to me right now. Because we're we're being formal. We're all, we got our formal attire on, so I got to use your full formal name. And yes, that is true. I don't know why I referred to you as Jacob. I have never done that in like the last 10 years <laughs> of my life. I, I don't know why you feel so offended right now. I, I, I just can't look at you right now. Well, we can use Tell's full name. Um, tell, would you like to tell the audience what your full name actually is? What? Your What's your full first name? We're, we're giving you a lot of personal information now, so. Oh, Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so my name Tell is actually short for uh Tell. Fucking we're we're dumping a lot of secrets out right now. That's insane. Yeah. Never would have expected that. Like, don't don't dox me though, please. Yeah, tell us not like you live in Alaska. Yeah, no, definitely don't. Gotta go. Yeah, I mean little known secret, but my name is actually short for Taekwon, you know, but I don't think Okay, Michael. (laughs) Okay, this is a dumbass fucking uh Gag, Jake, turn around. Um, no, I'm not looking at you anymore, dude. I'm not looking at you anymore. I love that the mic arm allows him to do this seamlessly. I know. This is yeah, what the mic arm is for. I, I, all right. Um, anyways, uh, how about some anime, guys? You, you guys like anime? You kids like anime? No? <laughs> just, you're just going to leave me I, hanging? I mean, am I a kid? I mean, uh, well, Jake's the kid here, so. Yeah. Dude, this is the, like the most awkward fucking intro ever. You guys literally tell we just left before the intro came back, like, went off. So, like, and then t- Jake did his stupid gag, so I, I didn't know what to do. I was just. You called me by my, my actual name, and I, like, I don't know why. Like, I just want to punch you right now. Yeah, like I said, that was weird. I, I called him Jacob, and I've never... Have you ever heard of me uh, refer to him as Jacob? Dude, I've uh, never... Josh, why? Josh hasn't even called me Jacob. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't, I don't you know call you says? Jacob. I don't Jacob. know why that came. <laughs> I don't know where it came from. We call, like, we call each other pet names. Yeah, It all makes sense now. <laughs> I call him bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we call them sweet pet names to each other. But yes, those of you guys that aren't uh, listening to the... Uh, the video version uh we all have our shades on because we're all total badasses here uh jake and tell have proper shades i look like i'm uh as according to uh corbin in our chat i look like the blind mice from shrek um i think i look personally like stevie wonder but like if he let himself go so no it's not even close dude like i when i see the mice from shrek i could see you filling in for the fourth one. Oh yeah Seriously. isn't there only three exactly what do you mean filling in for the fourth one then? Yeah, there's going to be a fourth one. And his name? T-Bone. <laughs> okay, anyways, uh, you want to talk about Jujutsu Kaisen Zero, Jake? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be honest, dude. When Pustaboot started showing up, uh, the animation was kind of fire. Especially <laughs> in the trailer. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we, uh, me and Ethan, we had our date. Um we got a big jug of popcorn. He was drunker than drunk. Um, when I put my, when I grabbed like the last piece of popcorn, his hand was also in there, but I also felt something else. Um, I don't know what I felt, but he started screaming. 
it's like the world's unfunniest episode, Jake. <laughs> I know. But it's fine because I got shit. We're great on. at this. But actually, anime talk. Let's get let's get real here. I think it was it was a good movie. I think um it wasn't this fantastic movie that you know jaw dropping everything was great about it i think it was a, it was a good enjoyable movie especially for jujutsu kaisen uh it i think i have a, like two gripes with it right now and it's mostly what's it's what he's gonna what the voice actor for you does gonna do in season three because i think a lot of people were, were thinking that he was gonna have like a deeper deeper voice than what he has now I think that would be. I want him to have a more serious tone, which they they did in the final in the final battle. He did have that tone, and I was feeling it. But I don't know. After the second watch, I'm just like, I, I need a little bit more. I need a little bit more deeper. Yeah, I mean, his voice fits right now for the kind for of character sure. he is. Um, but yeah, definitely when it gets later on to when he's like being the total badass basically being edgy his voice right now is not gonna work at all but uh, like you said i thought the movie was uh good i think i overrated it just a tad uh coming out because i was like yeah that's almost i was almost gonna give it a 10 and then i started thinking about it and i was like no and i was like 9.5 but even a 9.5 is too high i think it's like an 8.5 or 9 um pacing (laughs) it really shows how rough the pacing was i think in movie form because like I don't know. Like it was the first piece of Jujutsu Kaisen thing written, so I give it a bit of leeway because he didn't know where it was going to go from here. But the movie has 180 chapters worth of content now to know where the story would head from here, and they also have a full season of the anime. They could have taken some liberties and readjusted the story. I think they were a little too faithful at parts. They added some unnecessary filler parts that didn't help the pacing. It just made the final part more of a spectacle. So I I just wish they maybe would have done some in between like writing in between the lines to like make it feel like there is a passage of time, make you understand Yuta's development more because there really isn't any sense of him growing as a fighter. It's, it's just, like like the last scene training. he's yeah, like the last scene he's getting his ass handed to him by Maki. And then the final fight, he's fucking moving faster than the speed of light, basically. Kicking Ghetto's ass, who's one of the top sorcerers, and it's like it was a special grade. He's one of them. And it's just like, okay, come on. Come on. But it was still a good movie. Animation, top fucking notch. Gojo delivered some uh, racial injustice on the black dude. That, dude that, that was so racially motivated how the, he beat the shit out of him. It was it was rough. Hey, but guess but, what? It is it's in the shonen until they become friends at the end. I'm wearing the same kind of shades as Gojo, so I think I'm, I think I'm Gojo. I think I'm just like Gojo. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Not even, not even close, dude. Let me see your eyes. Put your eyes towards the camera. Yeah, watch this. Hold on, hold on. Let me do his pose. I'm looking up his pose real quick. Uh he has square glasses. Fuck. Okay, but yeah, that's yeah, right. Get, get... So I'll, I'll still do it just for that. I'll give you guys answer yeah. this. No, you're, no, you're blind no, mice. No, no. You're, you're one of the, the blind mice. It's... Get the canes. Watch, watch the cane. this. Watch this. Watch this. My God, that was my infinite void pose. Silence. <laughs> I like the dead silence. I, I, I'm just, I'm just. <laughs> I'm just 
I don't think the chat likes it either. I'm getting a lot of uh, pushback. Yeah, yeah. no, no, that, that was. You're getting good to go pushback for a reason, dude. Nah, hey, no, 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 no. Get, get the, get the mice from Shrek. Do that, <laughs> dude. I'm telling yeah. you, dude. A million times better. It works so well. <laughs> Fuck, man. In fact, dude, that's do your it. next cosplay. Right yeah, now. I'll, I'll do cosplay. it right now. Do it right now on screen. Make Hold the on, Spotify on. people pop- go to YouTube. I'm popping him up. This. Yeah, if you guys want to see me look like the blind mice. I mean, I can't, I'm not going to recreate the pose. I'll just show what it looks like, though. No, you're recreating. There's literally the pose. no pose to recreate, Jake. Shut the fuck Dude, up. You can, you can literally just start walking uh, up a table. It's literally uncanny. I don't know which is which. Oh, uh, my God. Dude, oh, bro, my we God. We told you to bring up the blind mice, not a picture of yourself, bro. Dude, come, dude, on. come on, dude. Yeah, I'm just getting bullied. Dude, this is the, that was the yeah, I know. I, I know Nitrous. Uh, this is yeah, he's an audio platform, by the way, or audio episodes. Uh, I know that's why I'm trying not to make this a full video episode. And also, we should describe what we're putting on screen, boys, by the way, because I'm noticing we're doing a lot more visual uh gags. That's um, why you need to come to the, the YouTube. I mean, just look up the three blind mice from Shrek, and then you don't even need to check out the video, you just know that it's one to one. Just no, just know that when you look at Ethan's Twitter and you see Kazu do his his uh his uh, selfies, just put three of them together with a with a with the cane. You got the cosplay. You got the three musketeers, the three rats, the three musketeers. <laughs> This, episode, this, is, this is a terrible episode. Dude, I know I say that every single time, fantastic. but this is probably the worst. Dude, it should have been. This should have not been. Core beers are better with hot girls, dude. It's just the Shrek. How do you manage to fuck up the name so bad every single time, Jake? It is cold beers are best on hot days. That, that's it. That's all it was. Yeah. Or on a hot day, excuse well, me. Well, because I can't see the rest of the screen and I can't hear you because I'm drunk. Why do you think I have the shades on? You're not drunk. You're drunk. I'm pretty much secondhand high right now. Yeah, they're <laughs> smoking weed downstairs or something. Yeah, hey, it's legal actually, here now, so it doesn't matter. It's legal here, but oh my god, they are smoking oh, yeah. like a freaking pot. It's like those pots that you, that you see the witches create. They're literally just stirring it, and they're just blowing it into the air vents. Yup. I want to go good. meet those guys. I'm pretty sure it's a grandma. <laughs> Dude, I would so smoke with a grandma. <laughs> you know they've been doing it for a while. Like they know they know the tricks. It's not like they just started at 70, 60 years old. Like, nah, that's not how that works. I mean, there's some people. No, they started when they were. 10. I mean, unless it, it was prescribed to them from a doctor and they decided to. All right. Um, anyways, uh, did we get our thoughts on the movie though, Jake? I mean, like there wasn't a lot to say. I don't think. I mean, I think we got most of it. Uh, it's like I said, it, it's it's a Jujutsu Kaisen movie. You you know what you're gonna get. Uh, I think yeah. I, I didn't really give that much of a thought. The pacing of how he, he developed, I didn't really think too much about it because I mean that's how the cha- the chapters were. I think this movie could have benefited from 20 minutes or 15 minutes of original content that filled in the in-betweens like like you said 
and that could even be like even with that last scene where we see Yuta's uh, presumably his season three design, where we're finally going to see him over there. So I'll probably give it an eight. I think that's where I'll I'll, I'll stick it at. It's an eight point five or a nine for me. I don't have any major problems. Like I said, it was just. This Euro manga itself just has pacing issues. And um, I don't know. Uh, it seems like he's set like a lot of stuff in motion that maybe he didn't want to that early. Like making Ghetto, uh, you know, fight the dust. And, um, you know, being the one of the strongest sorcerers and immediately losing to Yuta. Now he kind of has to like buff the shit out of Ghetto. So he has a reason to be the main antagonist. Because we still don't know the true extent of Ghetto's powers, but he's pretty damn strong from what well, we can I tell. I don't know. We're not even. It's not a Ghetto anymore, so I don't know. It's a Ghetto combination of somebody else. He's not just purely the person that's possessing him's powers. Obviously, he possessed Ghetto for a reason. So, what if but yeah. he was controlling him from the beginning? But yeah, good movie. Um, but you but, know it's going to be a better movie. Well, Sonic, but uh, you just ruined my segue because we're talking about Jujutsu Kaisen and um, the, the discussion is not over yet because we are continuing our power system tier list this week. And um, well, it's probably not going to be a fully <laughs> fully seamless transition, but that's fine. Um, because on our power system uh, bracket today, first up we have Black Clover versus Full Metal Alchemist, and then on the opposite side we have Hunter Hunter versus Jujutsu Kaisen. And remember from last time, uh, My Hero Academia beat Devil Fruits from One Piece, and Demon Slayer beat Hamon from JoJo's. If you look at the top on our video version, we do have two entries for One Piece and two entries for JoJo's. So we do have Hockey and Devil Fruit, and we also have Stands and Hamon. So. Further down the line, we'll be revisiting One Piece and JoJo's, but we also have 12 other shows on the list that are entered. Or 14, excuse me. Stupid. Yeah, I think this... Uh... So, for all these... Uh... Oh, God, put it back up. I can't see. <laughs> it was covering our faces, but all right. All right, so for all the for all the, uh, the real listeners out there, we got, you know, One Piece, My Hero, round one. You got Jojo Hamon versus Demon Slayer for round two. And then we're just going to go down the list. No particular order. I can't really see. Was it Full Metal versus Black Clover? Black Clover. And then we got Bleach versus Naruto. Undead on Luck versus Stans. Soul Eater versus Fire Force. You know, uh, was it Hockey versus Dragon Ball? <laughs> and then Hunter Hunter versus. Uh, was that Jujutsu Kaisen? Yep. And yeah, that, that's going to be our, our stuff. Who's going to be the winner of this power system tournament that is going to be the definitive? I already, I think I already know the answer, which is, is going to be our favorite, but I think I need... Hey, we don't know. We don't know yet. Dude, I already know who's going to win the bottom half. Uh, we don't know. Uh, but know. first up is Blood Clover versus um, Full Metal Alchemist. I want you guys to take the stage because I want to hear what Black Clover is all about first. So, Black Clover. It's all about this this protagonist named Yami. Yami is the satire of 
making fun of characters that I just need to break my limits and get stronger. <laughs> and that's what he does every time. <laughs> so the power system uh, in Black Clover mostly relies on Grimoires. Grimoires are there, you know, the source, you know, what you're born with is the element you get, you know, rock magic, water magic, healing magic, flower magic, any t- any type of the bunch. Tree and magic. Uh, so if I'm remembering this correctly, I believe, uh, the, the, the leaves, the cloak, the amount of clovers you have determines how, uh, how powerful you are, you know, three clover, two clover, one clover. Then, then you have, you know, the four leaf clover, the five leaf clover with, uh, with Asta. So you see there's different tiers for them. I mean... Hold on, well, I'm I'm gonna correct you on the the black or the clover thing. Uh, there's a meaning for the first and second leaf of the clover that they say in the show, but I don't remember. But the third leaf means magic, and then fourth leaf is like advanced magic, and the fifth leaf is a demon. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I vaguely remember that something like that, right? Anyways, um, it's a typical noble. If you're a noble, you got, you know, a very big mana pool that you can take out from. If you're a peasant, you have a very low skill pool, skill pool or mana pool. So basically, basically what it's all, what it's all about is just who's a royal, who's a, who's a royal and who's a, not a peasant. And what this Asa is doing is that he's someone that's born with no magic. So he uses anti-magic, which he stole from a demon. And that's basically it. You you see a lot of power-ups throughout the throughout the show. You know, it's it's um just learning new spells, uh getting put in situations that you know typical shonen. You get you get a spell that helps you on that specific situation. And later on down the series, which we're at now in the anime, you know, sometimes you get a power-up and shit doesn't go your way. Which I like. I like. I like seeing a power up that doesn't just get. It's just OP at the start. You have, he has to work with that ability now, which I'm like. I'm liking so far. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, you're you're born with a set amount of mana, and you have to work really hard to increase that. But you can only increase it by like ten percent than what you're born with. And royalty have exponentially larger amounts of mana because of their bloodline. But then you got, you know, peasants that can get that good if they really work for it at a young age before their mana, like, truly develops. Or their magic truly develops. But, yeah, and then you got Asta, who's got this anti-magic, which in itself is almost like a magical curse that you put on a weapon that nullifies all magical effects, attacks, everything. So it just nullifies all the mana, basically. That's my best description of the power system, besides what Jake said. So, do you guys have any words on full metal, or do you already have your boat set? If you do, don't say your vote because uh, I need to get my thoughts out just so it's not meaningless. <laughs> yeah, go for it. 
Do you have your votes? Oh, Jake's fucking muted. Um, I think I got. Okay, what, so what? Black Clover actually sounds more interesting than I was expecting. I like the whole uh, born unequal thing. That reminds me of my hero. And uh, I don't know. I still don't understand Asta. I'll be honest. Uh, the whole anti magic thing. It doesn't make too much sense even after that explanation. But <laughs> um, uh, I mean, I guess it's cool that he's like winning in a world where he's just geared to lose, basically. Like, you really shouldn't be that strong with having no magic in a world that's completely defined by magic. So, well, you see, he's bricked up. You see, which I don't even point. know. I don't even know how much that like affects him at this gym. point, considering he can turn into a full demon. I don't know how much magic is important to him. That's the case, but like, still, it's cool. But for Full Metal, what I like, um, and it's just from what I remember from watching it 10 years ago, but. I think everybody uh, follows the laws of equivalent exchange, if I remember correctly, right? It wasn't yes. just for uh, summoning. So, like, there is a price Mustang has to pay for it, right? And so, other so, characters. so what happened was in order for them to, you know, clap their hands, they had to do something important. You know, uh, what was it? Oh, I forgot his name. Uh, uh, what was it? Al lost his body. Al? Why am, why am I thinking Al? Al Fund. Alphonse, yeah. Alphonse. Alphonse lost his body. I f- well, to bring her back from the dead, and uh, Ed lost his arm and leg. Ed, Ed lost his arm and leg. She lost her womb. A Mustang. Uh, sorry, spoilers for Brotherhood. Sorry. Uh, Mustang lost his sight. So in order for them to you know, really unlock the powers of alchemy, they had to lose something. And he which... lost his sight? I don't remember that. Yeah, no, he he went blind. I do not remember him being blind. Yeah, he uh, after he he went through oh, through. Oh, do you mean towards the end? Yeah, towards the end. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, because then he was like, uh, "What was it?" Hawkeye's like, "Yo, uh, there's a guy over there." Twelve o'clock. He's like, "All right." Yeah. So yeah, I mean, yeah, if I, I like the idea of like you know, if you want to be do something really strong, you got to give up something of equal importance or value to you. And I just like the whole uh, thing of I like Edward basically because he's able to pull that shit off without you know standing there and doing uh, circles and stuff. He's able to do uh, incantationless alchemy basically. He doesn't need to put down a circle or uh, recite anything. <laughs> So it makes him really skilled in that his department. hands connecting make a circle with his arms. He can do that? Oh, yeah. That, that's so the long, circle dude. he makes. His magical circle is connecting his arms. That's why he has to clap his hands. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember that. Uh, but yeah. like I said, it's been so long since I've seen it. But I remember the powers especially sticking out to me. I just like the, the variants in it. Uh, Edward, you know, specifically with creations, he's able to basically just make the ground. Uh, mold up with him. He's able to use a bunch of elements. Uh, Mustang is literally just fire, just hot as fuck. All of them. Um, it's just cool. I like it. Uh, uh, this might surprise you though. I actually did think Black Clover sounded interesting, so I'll probably go with Black Clover. And it's also probably just because I don't remember much of Full Metal, but it's similar to it. I think with with the full metal alchemist we didn't really we we saw a good chunk of it but we we didn't see enough of it to make a, a really proper judgment of it if that makes any sense and i think that just involves the saint father becoming this all all powerful 
being from the uh, uh no he made the homunculus what, what were they they were after something the philosopher's stone something mm-hmm. like that and we only really saw the weaponized version we didn't see you know what else alchemy could do and i think that was that's a important in a show especially with power scaling you know power scaling is not just all you know big fights all this stuff what else can you do with it and sadly there's there's a lot of small time stuff that you don't get to see yeah and you, you you do see some of it but not enough of it compared to black clover and that's just episode count right right there I especially mean, Black has like triple full metal tri- playing, triple so. the yeah but uh, i think my 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 vote's got to go to you know black goater black goater's literally been the goat ever since after he also stopped yelling yeah <clears throat> i don't know i i kind of agree with jake on that is is uh Full metal, like you don't get to see a lot of the small time things. Like, there's got to be more people out there that are able to use alchemy that don't do any big fights. They they just help the community. They build buildings. They do other things like that. That and those would help you get the power scale. Like, even if they did get into a fight, they use like their old back town tricks or alchemy to try to defend defend themselves which you see all the time in black clover you get to see the full level of each you know scale of it you get the big giant attacks the fantastic armor that boosts all like everything you have down to building houses or regrowing forests i mean some crazy stuff and then people that like don't have any battle use at all besides communication or mapping stuff like that so i i don't know black odor's power system is just it's too well thought out compared to full metals and what we got to see in that so and the the, the, black loader back that oh i was about to say uh before it makes it sound like we we say uh, there's nothing in brotherhood there was there were parts of it where it did show i just think there wasn't enough shown i think uh so, just listen just starting to re, re, uh, re-listening to it in my head it made it sound like there was like nothing shown of that side yeah no i mean i feel like they showed quite a bit of alchemy like contrary to you guys i just i don't know i just i, I do dislike the idea of block clovers I, I like in equal power systems i i didn't feel like anybody was too busted and full metal compared to like one another you know uh, it was really just Hohenheim and Father. Yeah, like they were like really the strong ones. It was mostly just like how well you can hone your alchemy because technically everybody can do the same kind of alchemy. It's just well, it's just how well you're able to you know master it. So, uh, brother or brotherhood, uh, Blood Clover uh, wins that round. It will be going no, no. against hey. my hero next week. Say it right. Black Goder won this week against Full Metal, and it will be going against my hero. Not next week, sorry, but in the second round. Because we still got all of the first round to go through. Next up, though, we have Hunter Hunter versus Jujutsu Kaisen. And this is probably the one I've been looking forward to the most. Yeah. Uh, since we talked, uh, you go go ahead and talk about Jujutsu Kaisen, man. 
Oh, you, you, oh, you don't want to let me talk about Hunter Hunter? Okay. All right. Yeah, get, get off of here, bro. All right. Well, I, I like Jujutsu Kaisen, and it's very similar to Hunter Hunter. Uh, I think there's a lot of inspiration taken from Hunter Hunter uh, with JJK, but um, it, it's pretty complex in a way, but it's like also like really cool. I like the whole idea of taking the shonen trope of announcing what your powers do and making it a canon reason for why they have to do it because if you don't make your opponent aware of how the power works then there is a less likely chance of it actually working because if they don't understand the mechanics of your domain then they're not gonna you know fall victim to the domain uh, it's a weird convoluted thing but it, it gives reason for why they have to stand there and then just be like my domain means that your balls shrink every 10 seconds unless you come and hit me with a ice cream cone and they're like well my domain means that you have to stand still in place and every time you blink you get shorter by an inch and it's like okay i like that because it's like you gotta you you, you have to stand there take some time and it because obviously in every shonen i get why they make them talk because you're not going to understand how their powers work if they don't announce it but it just like if you look at it logically in a real fight they're just sitting there talking to each other while balls the wall action is going on so and i've been told i'm using my computer mic I'm not. But anyways, um that that's me. Oh, okay, sorry. I thought you were saying I was using my computer mic. Um then <laughs> there's two aspects of it. There's the cursed energy and the cursed techniques. Both of those are pretty straightforward in a way. Uh cursed energy is just how much cursed reserves you have, how much output you're able to put. So um there's characters that have bottomless cursed energy like Utah. Um, basically just means that he'll never lose a fight because he's constantly able to keep his technique up and he's never able to it's just it's, it's very complex and the curse techniques is basically what your power is what the mechanics of it is so um you got megami with his uh cursed uh, summoning techniques you got yuto with his own curse of rika being his technique um <laughs> yeah nobro with her hammer uh anatomy with his um overclock or overtime um bunch of complex shit toto with his hand clapping i just love it so, oh, yeah. and same thing in uh jjk i think i guess somewhere to block clover is uh yuji technically is like he shouldn't be winning i mean he only he's only like alive because he has sukuna but he doesn't have any cursed energy and his curse technique is just not very good he's still like a grade three sorcerer but he's just naturally strong and spoilers you know He's uh, he's got other reasons. I guess I won't spoil that, but he, there's other reasons why he's able to keep up in the world of JJK. But I don't know. There's just I just with how the power system works. Um, a lot of the powers basically it seems like they're born from what your desire is. Because uh, Higurama, he was a lawyer. He wanted to deliver justice to people, and uh, he was like tired of all the basically tired of like scumbags in society and stuff like that. So his power ended up giving him the the. Or his technique is the, the power to give verdicts to people. And if they admit guilt during his trial that he forms, he gets an insta-kill weapon. And it, it nobody is safe. It basically is like, it, it's the rule of the world. If you get hit by it, you're dead. Uh, it's just shit like that. Or then the, the ticket guy, where he pulls out tickets of things that's written on it. And he gets to summon it. And it uses his cursed energy, obviously, to summon it. He has a shitload of it. Makes him really fucking strong. So there's just a lot of cool powers in Jujutsu Kaisen, and I really That's fucking love it. And as the series goes on, there's going to be a lot more cool powers coming out, and I'm excited for it. That's nice. That's nice and all. 
Just okay. You got it's got a good power system. But let's talk about Nen. Nen is a very basic technique, if you want to say it. You give a rule, and depending on that rule, will be how powerful the technique is, in simplest terms. Nen is divided into lots of subcategories. You have six sub sub uh, six classes. You got manipulator, manipulator. Oh my god, I can't even say the name. Manipulator. Manipulator. Yep. Thank you. Just like force. Enforcer. Conjurer. Ethan, help me out. <laughs> Specialist. Is the Specialist. What's the other I one? I remember all of the men. Come on, dude. You just watched the show. Anyways, yeah. So I don't know why you wouldn't look it up if you're gonna try to announce all of them. You gotta <laughs> you have to have the fucking chart open so if you're gonna far. do that. My, my keyboard is so far. Okay, it's enhancement, emission, manipulation, conjuration, transmutation, and specialization. Emission and transmutation. Yeah. Those were the last two. And what I like about this is kind of like a game of Pokemon, right? Some some uh no wait, no, not a game like Pokemon. It's a uh, whatever you're born with. It goes to a tree. So let's say you are a manipulator. You're at the top of the chain in this uh, diamond shaped. You can use 80% of a conjurer's power. You can use 60% of an emissions power. But you can use 0% of a specialist's power. And so it keeps going all around the, you know, you can only use... a certain amount of power for each class so you have to think about techniques that you can use it to its full ability but you also can't use techniques that you just suck at like if you're a conjurer you shouldn't be thinking about using enforcers techniques because you're not going to get as much of value as let's say another enforcer who can use 100 percent of that technique but that's just the classes let's talk about you know nen abilities you have to set a rule in order for for you to have a power and the more drastic the demands the more restrictions you put on that on that action the more powerful it's going to get it's multiplicative on that for example Kurpika he can only use his power against the spiders his uh, what he's what he's giving back, right? He can only use it on the spiders. He puts it on his heart as well. So if he chains someone that's not on the spider, it kills him instantly. So every time he uses his power, he is constantly in danger of dying pretty much at any second if it goes to the wrong person. And that's just you know the special case. You know you have. Uh, what was it? Kite. Kite being, you know, the one of the most OP. His luck, lucky. <laughs> I, I when I was watching a video about this, his his slot machine. His slot machine is, he rolls he rolls a number, he can, when he rolls a number he has to use that weapon that it it gives him, and he only has one attack that he can use. And that's his restriction. And that's what makes it so broken because he you don't know what he's gonna get. But he can only use one power with each with each one. 
and that's uh, <laughs> so fun, dude. But there's a lot of things that it can do. It can do simple tasks. It can do very. It can make mundane little tasks seem so powerful. Like with the with the seven, the guy that just uh, all he does is do this, and every time he does this, his punch gets more powerful than the spiders. And he can do it as many times as he wants. Or he can have very complex abilities like APR, which is like a bank. I punch you, I give you some. You punch me, you give it back, that kind of thing. You have interest on it too. You, you use too much, you go bankrupt. You can't use Nen for 30 days, right? There's so much stuff with Nen that you really don't see an end for it if that makes sense there's so many possibilities you can use with Nen. your imagination is what is really what's uh holding back what Nen could do because it's literally limitless what it could do so in short he meant that Nen can do whatever the fuck you want so long <laughs> as you're able to give whatever the fuck you want that's within the logical human bounds basically not human bounds but logical like you wouldn't be able to get an end power that's like when i blink everybody in the world dies because <laughs> then you're like there's nothing in the there's nothing equivocal to that so well, i mean if you just you never blink but yeah um basically then uh what i like about it um it's just really complex same thing like uh JJK didn't have trees, did it? Yeah. Well, and there's, yeah, there's no. the trees and then secret techniques for all of them. Or not secret, but the, the mastery techniques, there is, uh, I believe it's oh, Tetsu, uh, Retsu, and whatever the fuck the other one is, because I'm pretty sure that one's a... God, it's, there's so much going into fucking Hunter x Hunter. It, it's a lot. But um, what I what I like about it most, though, is that basically anybody, um, if you gain a mastery at anything and then is poured into it, what they show at the end is like, Nen isn't just a combat tool. It is something that is imbued into anybody that's a master or a proficient uh, at at a skill. Uh, like with uh, uh, Komugi, she was putting Nen into her um, into her God. What the fuck is the name of the game? Her chest, basically, because of how much love and care she put into it. And Nen is just like a it's it's used as like a beautiful tool. It can be used for you know things that are your talents and you know it could also be used for destruction like marijuana and um basically if you're willing to give up something really drastic you can be the strongest in the world look at gone he was cited to be possibly as strong as marijuana at the time he gave up nen so it's like King brother he do i believe he would have beat Marum, who knows we don't know but that's just one of those things gone went from being like not even like top 50 strongest probably to instantly like number one in the series just because he made such a drastic decision and it's like i i just like it and yeah you can literally whatever you want your power to be you can like gone wanted his power to be like i want to do something with rock paper scissors so he was able to so then yeah Killo who can use freaking yo-yos <laughs> What? So I think. So, uh, would you like to say anything before Jake fucking uh, takes the? <clears throat> I mean, yeah, y'all y'all hashed out Hunter Hunter pretty thoroughly there, and 
yeah i i don't know i think jjk is like pretty pretty hashed out as well so i don't think there's anything i could add besides there was a tree curse or a nature curse in jjk you said there wasn't a tree thing but it kind no, of no 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 i meant like oh, no, a tree different. like a skill tree like hunter hunter has oh, skill a... tree. It, has, it has classes that's what yeah. it has. that's what i meant gotcha misunderstood yeah no cool deal uh i i'm probably gonna roll with hunter hunter after hearing that honestly you would love hunter hunter like i said it's literally just because powers is just whatever the fuck you want yeah just because like powers are whatever you want it just depends on what you're willing to give up and damn i give up a lot just to have something cool to fucking do so that that would be one i would prefer other than like curses and shit running around actually to ending people's lives <laughs> i mean uh, you can have curses coming around if you just give the right requirements well yeah but they're not just like innocent people getting fucked up like that's something you got to choose to get into i feel like in hunter hunter you also have to be super smart because i actually what i really like there is a character that they use to convey how smart you have to be to use nen because he uses something that's completely counter to what his natural strength and abilities are I'm not going to say his name, Jake, so you don't spoil it. But he gets his ass immediately annihilated because if you just made something that was just more akin to what his natural abilities are, he could have been OP. But he yeah. didn't understand how to grasp Nen, and not everybody in the series does. So like, you have to be really intelligent to when it comes to how you use your Nen. Because you can't just like do... You can't just say, like, I want to be the strongest in the world because then what if your body went, can't withstand it or like you didn't train enough for it your nan could immediately just backfire on you you don't know your curse deposit or your curse your nan energy output because there's also like a nan uh cursed energy thing in there everybody has like a nan energy reserve that they have tied to them um and i forgot how you raise it jake do you just do retsu or you just do your uh meditation yeah basically yeah you're basically just trying to keep like uh keep it constant to where you don't have to think about it and you just keep doing oh, it. oh yeah same thing like Anna does like well, I guess Demon Slayer takes it from Hunter Hunter, but same thing where you're in a constant state of um, Tetsu, I think. It's so much. Jesus Christ. But you're in a constant state of something that keeps your Nan out at all times. Um, so, like, you're basically just shielding yourself in Nan. So, Nan users are able to detect other Nan users, just like JoJo's withstands. I feel stand. But yeah, um, that guy you're talking about, he really cheated the system, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, uh, I bet he chowed down some Cheetos after that in hell. Yeah. Cheat the system, bro. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't it wasn't funny the first time, Jake. But it was funny the first second time. I think oh. so. What did your vote? Uh, I think it was pretty obvious. I think uh, I was talking about favorite power skill and it is probably Nen for me. So I, I have to go with Nen. Well, I'm going to Jujutsu Kaisen. No, I'm just kidding. Jujutsu Kaisen is a good system, but I think uh, Nen is oh, so... It's so thought out that there's not really a lot of room for debate of what happens when you see a power you know what's happening <laughs> you're like okay what did he have to give up when when x amount happens or what condition does he have to apply in order for him to get what he wants and also like with the abilities you don't have one class that's better than the other really because when you go into a fight, 
the whole fight is just figuring out what the other person's ability is. And so it's kind of like a lot of logic or intelligence, a lot of intellect, intellectual battles are going yeah. into it. Like, like yeah, Kuro none P- of them. Kuro Pico is just OP because he can, you know, you know, he has Emperor time and he can, you know, just use 100% of all the skill tree, all the skill classes, whatever he wants. We don't talk about that because, you know, he's just most OP character in the, in that, in that goddamn show. Yeah, I said even specialists, they aren't just like broken by default because there's a really bunch of really strong characters that aren't specialists. So it's like, even though it's able to use other abilities 100%, uh, doesn't mean that they're just broken by default because they're not going to be able to master what a transmuter can. Um, even if they have full access to it, a transmuter's skill is going to be better than a specialist's transmuter skill. If that oh, makes sense. No, 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 no. Emperor time, like a specialist is the same thing. It can't use a manipulators at zero percent they don't have access to all the i forgot the emperor time emperor time gives access to 100 percent for in exchange for uh decreasing his life i forgot specialist abilities are unique yeah okay i forgot they're unique skills yeah yeah it's it's like yeah, uh, emperor time is fucking creepy. it's broken it's, broken. it's yeah. broken that's why i say he's the most OP character in the game that's why in Jump Force, like, what, that's why you got banned in tournaments. <laughs> well, Jump Force is a shitty ass game. But anyways, um, so Hunter Hunter has moved on to round two against Demon Slayer. Uh, it's a tough battle, I think. Real tough battle for Hunter dude, Hunter. I, I don't know if I it'll pull through. Breathe, dude, I can't breathe with this. Um, so next week we will have Bleach versus Naruto, which not, none of us here have watched, which is why I put them against each other because one of them has to go through. So. Because uh, I'm going to make us force one of these to go through. It'll be a challenge. <laughs> and then we also have Dragon Ball versus Hockey from One Piece. So it's going to be a very interesting episode next week because... Uh, it's toy animations versus toy animations. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I can't... I, I will be honest. Uh, one of my one of my picks was uh, Dragon Ball GT because the scaling in there is so absurd. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's worse than usual Dragon Ball. And when I put Dragon Ball Z, I'm taking Super into account and everything, by the way. It's just, yeah, it's just Dragon Ball. All right. Well, now it's time to get to the actual main topic of the episode 40 minutes in. Um, Holy shit. Yeah. It's a rough go around, boys. But we are going to discuss hot takes this episode. Oh, well. I think we spent a little too long at the fucking power system bracket, but that's fine. That's fine, dude. It's, it's fine talking about men. Yeah. I mean, then. All right, so we asked our audience for their hottest takes. We've done a hot take episode back in like August, so it's been a while. And we got some real steamy takes this this time around. Um, some anime and manga takes, because I did forget to clarify manga as well until later. But if you guys want to get started, we have first up from Overbro underscore. They say Chico is the least interesting character and doesn't deserve the hype. She's by far the worst character in Love is War, and everyone that disagrees should be stoned. <laughs> Damn. So Chica? Yeah, he's a Chica. I can see her being the worst character. In... No. Out of the main cast, yeah. by far the by far the uh the weakest. I would not say she's bad, but she's by far the weakest. It's just because he has has arcs. Yeah. She's what? He... You don't know her personality. She's the least developed out of all of them in the show. I think she's I, getting. I, I'm like 40 chapters behind. By the way, boys, I I stopped uh, 
not intentionally, but when Ishigami got rejected, I just haven't caught up since. Um, so, but horrible taste. She's comic relief. Yeah, I mean, it's fine if she's comic relief. I'm not saying she needs to have a a strong backstory or anything depressing. She doesn't even need to be flushed out necessarily. But when you have her stacked up against Kaguya and Miyuki, who are top-notch characters, Ichigami, who is one of my favorite characters, Miko, who is just Oh my god, she's so good. Hayasaka, who's a fucking phenomenal uh, god damn main right. character at this point, honestly. I was going to say supporting. Goddamn right, dude. She's the best, oh, yeah. best girl in that, in that show. And then you have Chico, yeah. who's like only importance in the show is to come and do just, or in the series, just come and do, I don't know, just a gag that's sometimes funny, sometimes it's just not. Um, I don't know. Like, and her, her jokes are hit or miss for me. It's like really it. I don't hate her. I guess Jesus. I never miss, huh? You got a boyfriend. <laughs> I guess I never miss you. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't mind this take at all. I said I would not say she's bad. And she, he said doesn't deserve the hype. I mean, I get why she's hyped. Because, you know, Chica Dance and all that. But, yeah, she's she's not better than the other characters. And I will fight somebody that says that. Comedic relief is very important for a show. Especially like this is a comedy you know so i understand the hype behind her i don't think that she's undeserving of the hype she has she deserves it like she is a fantastic comedian in terms of character development and like having an arc and everything else she just doesn't have it like i i love chica but out of the rest of the cast like yeah, she's she's least developed. She's probably the worst in terms of depth and everything else. Now, if you were to say which ones are on top due to comedy, I'm pretty sure she beats everybody out. So, depends on what you're looking at, but it seems, you know, most people care about character development, the depth of them and all that sort of stuff and in terms of that, 100%, she's the worst out of the main cast. Hot take Miyuki and Ishigami do are funnier than her. Like when they're together specifically, they're funnier than Chica. Yeah. I like their banner. Yes, I would agree with that. But it's two people working together out of just one people only. You know, that it it depends on what you're comparing it to. It depends what are you ranking everybody on? What are you looking at? Okay. Um Next take is from Lad Psycho. He says, Gon is the least interesting character, even as an MC in the whole group in Hunter x Hunter. Uh, he... Yes and no. I think he is one of the, the, the weakest ones. I don't know if he's the weakest, though. And that's just the fault of Leorio not getting enough screen time, in my opinion. Because Kurapika had his, he he's had his time, and he's having his time right now. Leorio just has nothing right now to go off of. It's just him punching Ging, Which and him becoming the a medical. It. Respect yeah. him. He was the goat for that. He was, he was the, goat. the goat. But then what else does he have? Nothing. I don't know. Uh, this this one is hard. Um, I would, I think, out of like favorites of their group, he is, I, and I I love all of them to death. But like, he is 
at the bottom, I like Leorio, Kirapika, and Kiloa more. But I don't know if I'd say... I don't know. It's just it's just hard. I get how they can say that he's the least interesting because his arc has already been fulfilled. He really only had, like, the desire to meet the dad. He's just a meathead, basically. Um, he's a good character, and I like him because he serves his function, but I just found... Kudapika's motivations more interesting. Um, Kiloa just more interesting. Loyodio was just a damn good character. He's an awesome bro, and I loved how much he cared for his boys. Um, so I don't know. I don't hate the take, but I don't know if I like fully agree. You know, it's just hard. Like I get where they're coming from with it, but yeah. Oh, yeah, and Tell like, can't comment. I was waiting for Tell. I was like, wait. You're like, Tell, tell say something about Gon. <laughs> like, tell, give your thoughts on Gon right now, Tell. Yeah, no. Uh, Gon is the worst, especially if he uses rock, paper, scissors to do anything because nothing's <laughs> better than strip rock, paper, scissors in Grand Blood Dreaming. But, uh, he has a very that, good That's point. everything I got all in one right there. He, he literally has such a good point right there. Uh, I can give a follow-up comment somebody put in there to explain... Uh, I, know, I found this one interesting. This comes from Ilay Yosu, who was responding to that take, said that they think Gon was not supposed to be that interesting because he's there to elevate Merum and Pito as villains and as and Kiloa as a character and show the watchers slash readers just how far Nen can be pushed. They doubt Togashi was planning on making Gon as interesting as Kurapika. Do you agree with that, Jake? Because I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't believe that Togashi intentionally shot his MC in the foot to elevate other characters because that is bad writing. He did not do that, though. No, he just... but he during the course of the series knew that Gon would be done because his journey, his arc, is completely done. He has nothing to do. Yeah, but he wasn't written with the purpose of elevating. No, he wasn't. Other he, no, he, he, that, he, just, he was. He was. This is writing a bad main character. Like but, if that's her only function. You don't write somebody to be less like unless it's like Nagatoro or something where the MC is supposed to be a self-insert. Sure, yeah, the other characters are supposed to be more interesting, but this but is I'll, not the case. But the Chimera arc, which is supposed to be you know supposedly Gon's last hoorah for the World Tree, him being the MC, you could tell that Togashi was trying to push him kind of away, especially when his big moment was just him versus Pito. I wouldn't even say they were trying to push him away. I mean, they literally had York knew right before that that hardly touched on fucking going and Kilua, but to focus on Kudapka. It's just when he wants to change the scope, he will. Like, I don't think he feels like he's deadlocked to make Gon the center of attention 24-7, but that also doesn't mean that he's intentionally making Gon a weak character. And also, I don't see how he elevates Meruem when the two never meet, really, and their parallels... Their parallels are like very in like two episodes, I think. No, I, I wouldn't say they were parallels in the slightest. I mean, some they parallel each other based on how they switch roles, basically. Like, and like they even mimic the same pose that everybody always brings up. Like he's doing Meruem's pose when he's staring at Pito. That's like the extent of it. But I again, I don't think he elevated Meruem at all when he never met the fucking guy. No, well, <laughs> it was mostly it was mostly him and uh, Netero. That's who yeah. the big thing. Yeah, no, and they were the way more parallels. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Way more parallels between those two. But yeah, uh, next take we can go to. 
Uh, oh, we, we can answer Nitrous's real quick. You know, Nitrous went to sleep. God damn it. Um, he said, judging by someone's favorite waifu in quintuplets, you, Jake, uh, mm. it's easy to judge what someone wants from a girlfriend. Example, Yatsuba, you look for a sporty girl, or I've had a crush on a friend since childhood. So he's saying you're tasted. I guess the more broad one is your taste in anime waifu uh, reflects your taste in real woman. Yes, dude. I just want shy girl that loves history. That wears headphones all the time. That just wants to bake me cookies, even though she can't cook. I I don't I just don't know. Like uh, again, this is like extrapolating uh, more of out of his answer than what he said. Because I mean, my well, okay, maybe it's true. I was gonna say because like, look, my favorite anime girl is Nadeshio. but like in truth, I think I would like a girl more like Rin in real life. But Miku's my favorite Quint, and they're kind of the same. So I guess I guess Nitrous is kind of onto something here. Nitrous. Mm. I want to say specifically with the quintuplex example, like Miku's my favorite. I'd pick her. However, I if I'm dating a girl myself, I would much rather have a Yotsuba. See, I don't know. Hundred percent. Like I know that for a fact. I I have dated somebody semi similar to Miku before. Didn't go well. Okay, but uh, all right. Let's take out like real world. Ichika's out of the question. <laughs> yeah, get her out. Yeah, of here. get her out. Of get here. her out of here. Itsuki, out of the fucking question. No, I mean Itsuki's fine. She's like she's like your basic white sorority girl. <laughs> exactly. Out of the question. Yeah, out of the question. Exactly right. It, no, no, no. Tell one. Not out of the question by any means. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you <laughs> that's, go. That's Tell's taste. All right, so we got Nino, who actually knows housework and like actually knows how to do stuff, but she's a bitch. We got Miku, who she just tries her hardest, and they got Yota Chad, who's just all around just a big wall of sunshine. <sighs> That's a hard one. That's a hard one. I don't know. I think I think a Yatsupa type girl would be like you know cool too. Like so I'm just like basing it off of me and like I think more when I'm just like by myself, I'm more just mellowed out, and I feel like. I don't know. Like anytime I'm like looking at characters, like when I look at like some of my favorites, uh, I don't know. Let me. What the fuck did I put in my? Ooh, you know what? I'm... If if Miku smoked weed, she'd be Daliat's book. She'd exactly be the type of person to smoke weed. Of course, of course, that's your that's your defining. Uh, I just thought of that, voice. but like, yeah, that would bump her up in the ranks pretty high. However, if Yatsuba smoked weed and Miku smoked weed, neither of them. Like, I mean, Yatsuba's still out there. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think Miku or Yatsuba are both fine. And they're both my favorite Quinn, so. Yes, Nino is third Jake. I like Yatsuba. Nino, dude, Yatsuba Nino... used to be my favorite, so. Before yeah, Miku had her episode. Got to episode two. <laughs> it was more it was it was a little farther up than episode two, I think. Uh yeah, episode three, because that's when she took off her tights. <laughs> it's probably that episode, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Nitrous, thank you for your uh your psychological question. Or your uh, I mean your uh, hot take. And I think that was really a hot take. It was more just a uh, a bombshell. It's just good. Uh, yeah, I just want shy girl. This you, know, one, you can just stay inside all the all the time and then just this, go out. This one comes from at a sinful paradox. He Why says, "Why am I sad now?" 
Ishi, they, it, um, don't want to misgender here, I apologize. They say, uh, I've said it before, but people with little to no knowledge on the anime industry shouldn't talk about the anime industry. I think it's the same thing with, uh, I hate to say this, but it's like politics. The people that talk about politics have no idea what's going on except from one side. I'm not one to say, to talk about politics because I don't know exactly what's going on. So I'm not going to give my opinion. I don't think someone that only has, you know, a little bit of experience should be talking about the whole industry in general. It's it's wrong for the people that are actually working in it for them to say like Netflix is over here buying all these shows. They're a good company. You hear you see all these vlogs about it. What's really happening? They're underpaying the anime staff even more. So now they're getting less pay cuts. They're getting more pay cuts actually. And they're making, and it's just all it is is just putting Netflix's logo on it. That kind of thing. That 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 would be my my solid solid opinion. I'm about I mean, to whoop your ass. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I mean, I kind of agree with you. I, I, it's something that goes for anything. I mean, everybody has your right to say something about everything, but I think like if somebody is in a discussion with me speaking about the anime industry and trying to act like they know more than me, like it's speaking on things like speaking on issues maybe and saying like, Oh, they're not this bad. And then it's like, clearly I know way more than you. And if you're going to try to act like, you know, more than me who actually looks down, sits down and looks at this stuff. Then yeah. I mean, I don't think you should be as cocky as it sounds. You, you probably don't have room to talk much on it. Same reason I'm not going out and, you know, talking about politics 24 7 on the timeline just because i don't know simply enough about them and i'm not gonna engage with somebody in them to immediately like just lose the discussion because i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about but i think most people don't like i I think what this person's getting at is like somebody says a stupid thing like on twitter and it's automatically like reduced down to them not knowing anything when it's just you don't like their take (laughs) i think or they just have a misunderstanding of the anime industry that's what I feel like this is where this take is coming from because usually somebody's talking about like the state of animators or something. It's just, they have a different perspective on it, albeit a dumb perspective, but it doesn't mean they don't know anything. So that's the problem with Twitter. You can say whatever and you're going to get gaslighted and ratioed. Yeah, exactly. And that's not the place to do proper discussions. The proper discussions is on, on Reddit. So you can get updates. Yeah, um, anything to add? <clears throat> I mean, not not really. I, I agree with you, Jake, mostly. Or, yeah. It's. Yeah, I mean, J- Jake covered everything. <laughs> <laughs> I, I need to stop going last. <laughs> Here, you can go first. Uh, yeah, we'll get you then. to go first. That's. Um, let me find one. Sorry, I found like a joke One Piece one. Next biggest hot take. Let's go. Everybody hyped. Ooh, okay. Takes, this dude. one is. This one is. Okay, Spicy. well, you wouldn't be able to go first in this one. I'll save that one for when me and Jay go first. <laughs> um, God. 
I'm trying to find one where you can go first on. Um, okay, let let's go from at Dean the Writer 8. They say, people take anime way too fucking seriously. Not every story has to be some deep, incredible story. Stories can be great and really fucking simple. But mm. I think that's like a very lukewarm take. <laughs> yeah, that, that that that's pretty lukewarm. I mean, 100%, I agree with him that I have met people like that that take it way too seriously and they need everything to be in the show but yet again there's shows like um, Yuru Camp like there, there's not really there's nothing big happening it's just people uh, high school girls wanting to go camping and, and enjoying it like that's that is it there is no big thing to that or uh, what the one that I haven't watched yet that, that you guys Nandori. recommended to me that was about the well, the the small town is that not on Biori? Yeah. yeah, it's same thing, sort of. There, it's just small town and what's happening in that, and like everybody knows everybody, sort of thing. From what I've heard, nothing big going on, but it still can be a fantastic show. So pretty pretty lukewarm on that one, but I I I agree, but it depends on who you're asking it. It depends on if the only thing that they've ever watched is Shonen or shows like if they enjoy shows like Monogatari or stuff like that. I mean, they have really deep and plenty of rewatch, you know, rewatchability and everything else. That's what they like. Then, yeah, cool. Okay. But everybody has different wants, opinions, everything else, I guess. I have a, a better take for you to, <laughs> to give your opinion on for this next one. I don't think we have anything to say, Jake, right? Like, so that was like the most mild take we've probably gotten yet. Yeah, it just it's just like uh, those people that are like, uh, like stakes in anime need to be high. If if I'm playing volleyball, it should be for the fate of the universe, right? If this this ball goes down to the ground, I should be getting dissolved inside and out. Yeah, I mean, I guess there is people that think like that. Yeah, there are some people like, like, oh, how high could the stakes be in IQ? And it's like, well, you got to look at the stakes lowering themselves, which kind of leads into this next one, actually. So this comes from at Rave Official, R-E-I-V-E, as in Rave. They say the logic of a plot should be judged based on how seriously a story takes itself. For instance, a series like JoJo's can pull logic stunts because it doesn't always take itself super seriously. And therefore, logic shouldn't always be expected to be perfectly sound. On the contrary, series that take themselves and their plots super seriously can become poor if their logic slips up. Do they give an example for the other way around? Yeah, I, I, I mean, he said himself it wasn't a good example, but probably not the best example of a super serious. But I think SAO tackles plenty of super cool ideas that are all bogged down by shitty logic and writing. Oh, I think you're making me that, look like years. I think serious is like the word that I'm having a problem with here. Yeah. I think it's... trying to cram too much in, trying to do too much is the main thing. Like when you're coming up with your idea for a show, manga, whatever else, you got to know your bounds, your limits. Like 
And that's the main problem with a lot of shows now is that they have their idea of what they're going to do, but then everybody loves it so much they want more and more. And so they just carry on and then they end up crossing their own logic from previous things. So. You see, you see my, my thing is that you have something to show like this and you have a show like Gurren Login where you don't think the stakes are going to start going higher and higher and all of a sudden you're in space in the final battle. Throwing, throwing galaxies, which I don't think, if you didn't know it was a, it was a trick or show, you wouldn't think it would go that far. Well, and I, it, I, like I, it took itself just... pretty seriously, I'm going to be honest. Well, that's what I was going to say. I, I'm having trouble with the word serious here because I don't think something being goofy in nature should excuse jumps in logic or like illogical consistency. Something like Intama gets away with it because they establish early on that they're going to break the fourth wall their canon and all that they still follow some form of logic when the series arcs come about but they do slapstick stuff so characters die like off screen but it's established within the logic of the world that you know like obviously they're not going to die to that but once the stakes pick up characters that die in a serious arc are going to die they follow the logic when they need to i think that's like one of the only few times where like something not taking itself seriously can work or like where the where there is no logic to be had. I don't think JoJo's, I, even without saying it, I don't think JoJo's just does illogical things for the sake of being illogical and it gets hand-waved away. No, there's logical reasonings for the bullshit stuff they do. And they do that in the show, even though they might not take themselves super seriously at times. And I can say that without even seeing JoJo's. Like, it might seem like bullshit that Giorno can do gold experience Requiem and put somebody into an infinite time loop because he got a spear and stabbed into himself or something like that. That isn't something that was achieved because it doesn't take itself seriously. And that's a very massive jump in logic from other shows. But they explain it. I'm sure there's a reason why it happens. And within the universe of JoJo's, that makes sense. Uh, it, it does happen. They do give an example. They, The reason why they're chasing after the arrow is because, you know, Big Back Turtle Narufu explains what the the true power of the arrow is and that's why he's trying to get the arrow because it unlocks the true power of stance so that's why that's the explanation for that for why journal wanted to get the arrow and why goal uh gr was was born from that so like it's, i said i mean I, it's a wording. I think if they they need a word, they need it to replace seriousness with something else. Like I get the serious aspects because I mean, like I don't know. I I think it's just more how tightly knit you make your logic, or like how much you obey your own logic is like your own laws and your story. breaking it. Like Dragon Ball, randomly deciding that somebody can come back from the dead because they're like, oh yeah, by the way, the these Dragon Balls from another planet that we never mentioned before up until now can actually revive somebody a second time. That's breaking your logic. That can break immersion. Dragon Ball is something that does take itself seriously. It's also not like super like doom and gloom 24-7. It knows like it's a shonen. But though that's one of those things where it, it does break its logic and it's it's inconsistent because they just introduced something completely new that was an ass pool and can take you out of the series when it does that. Which is the problem with Super and the future trunks arc. We knew the ass pull that was going to happen in the end. It was going to happen. We just never wanted it to happen. We because especially the future trunks arc was like a really good turning point, especially right after Universe Six, that little tournament. It was such a good arc until the end. 
No, that's my and it, everything was good about it. Everything was good about it till the end. I think. Yeah, so like I said, it's a I get where the question's coming from. I just don't know if series is the word I would use. Because like I said, I don't think something being like a comedy or like lighthearted should excuse it having jumps in logic. Unless it's something like Nijijo, where it's surreal, where whatever the fuck <laughs> can happen just happens because it's jokes. Or Gintama during its comedy arcs. Like I said, it's like, that's like something that's like, okay, you know, whatever. Uh, of course, a spaceship's going to fall from the fucking sky and crush Gintoki, and then he's fine the next scene. It's like, okay, it's a comedy. But like, when you're looking at something like Gurren Lagann, that does both took itself not seriously, while also super seriously, because it had a pretty damn deep plot and everything. And even though it was it was illogical logic because they at least established that it could just keep stacking on top of itself over and over and then it got to the point where it started just stacking galaxies and it's just like okay it's dumb it's illogical but it's not it, it doesn't not make sense within the concepts of Gurren login you know they they made it logical within the story mm-hmm. they... yeah, exactly that's like that's just the thing I, I think it should be i think the question or the the take that i'm agreeing with more is that the logic should be gauged within the confines of that series. So the logic that I go into Attack on Titan with is not going to be the logic that I go into Gintama with. Because they all have their own different rules of logic. But you also have to rules take into account... Rules of logic and physics and everything else. Like, If you're oh. taking it so seriously that if you can't do something in real life, but it's happening in anime, you're upset. You're obviously in the wrong genre. They need to touch some grass. That's what has to happen. Yeah, so I think that's definitely where my opinion lies more. Is just like, if a series breaks its own logic, like consistently, then that's when I'm like, yeah, okay, what's going on? Like Man, the Dragon Ball will do it. Um, a good example, Darling and the Franks. It's you know, it was doing the good stuff, and then all of a sudden, someone's a freaking T Rex in space. Yeah, it was a mess. It's it started that's like girl logging done wrong. Uh, I would say that because I was, I think the first half of Darling Effects it was interesting, it, it was it was a good enough if it kept going, it would have been a good show. But after that, after, after, was it Ichigo kissed Hero? It was all over. They just kind of did ass pull after ass pull, and then it was not a fun show to watch after that. Okay. Um, let me get like one more from the Twitter, and then we'll jump into the Discord. Um, The last uh, cutting into my ring time, bro. Fuck your ring time. Uh, I I, I don't know how hot to take this one is. This comes from at Walmart321. They say Rising of the Shield Hero is one of the worst anime I've ever seen. Watch more anime. (laughs) I was about to say, dude, like, it is not even close to the worst. I thought, dude, her calling, uh, what's her phrase? Uh, Mine? Uh, Bitch? Mine mean every order of the fucker name. Yes, yeah. yeah. Call, her calling her a bitch was pretty funny. All right, mm-hmm. especially during that. Uh, I wouldn't say it's a great show. I wouldn't say it's like 
I believe it's like above average, a little bit above average for me. It's a fine show. It's just fine. I have no hype for season two coming out, but I'm gonna watch it. So yeah, it's like it's one of those things like I yeah. I, but, I mean, I I I wouldn't say go out of your way to watch more anime, but that just tells me you haven't watched a lot of anime. <laughs> that's that's just my thing. Yeah, like if you want the worst anime to ever see, just freaking go watch X Arm. Like watch two episodes, and your eyes will feel like you're burned. You feel like you lost brain cells watching. No, you, it. You'll feel like you're elevated. <laughs> You might have like to take some elevation. <laughs> you I might tell the biggest show hero fan, so he took offense to that. His yeah. favorite anime of all time. That, definitely not. No, it's the people that say the shield hero is the favorite anime of all time. That's the people we need to get to go after. <laughs> damn, we do got some steamers in the in the Discord. The God Discord, damn. I know the Discord's freaking popping, dude. Did you have anything to add to him? Or you know, he disagree with us again. No, nah, I'm just gonna agree with you on this one. I'm actually talking to a chick right now, so. Oh, but. Oh shoot, dude! Sick <laughs> invite. Okay, well, first one is from the Renegade in our Discord. He says, "A Kamigawa kill was boring." Uh, the coldest take you could have gave. <laughs> well, I don't know. I wouldn't say it was boring. It was bad, but I don't know. I wouldn't say it was boring. But I am also not gonna fight that take because, like, I don't like Kamigawa kill that much. So. Ah, uh, it's. I like the Kamigawa kill. It was a, it was it had good moments, but it was like, like heck, okay. There's a lot to like about it, but the very the bad outweighs the good by a very large margin. That's like the I ending hate, is I so. I that you're right. <laughs> the ending is so fucking bad that it just it, uh, some of the fights are just eh. a lot of the moments just don't make any fucking sense. Uh, they kill off all the best characters. The writing is just dog shit. But then I like certain moments like the Justice chick. Anytime she's on screen, as much as I fucking hate her, she makes the scenes interesting at least. I liked um, What's-His-Face, uh, Wave, the Wave guy, and like his whole story thing. I liked that. Dude, you can't mention bro, dude. You can't forget to mention bro. And yeah, Bulat, obviously, bro. No, bro. I hate that you you, you opened my eyes. The bad, the bad always the good. But I still like the show. Yeah, like so the bad very much outweighs the good. Tell you've seen a Kamigawa kill, right? I have. I have. I just don't talk about the ending. Do you agree that it's boring? Or would would you take offense if somebody said it's boring? I would take a little offense about that. Yeah. I I'm, I actually really enjoyed a Kamigawa kill. Of course it was stupid and like didn't make just a whole lot of sense and brought in some crazy stuff, but it it was fun to watch. You got a good balance between action and um, fan service. And all of it technically made sense within the world. So it all, you know, hit right with me. I, I enjoyed it. I don't think it's boring by any means. No, I enjoyed when I watched it. It was very entertaining. But is it one of the best is it fantastic is it great no but not boring by any means this one is weird this one is from Dwayne <laughs> the Cucker Johnson he says one piece was good until the fifth arc I don't know if he means saga or like arc itself I mean you know it's a <sighs> let me see I'm, if he means saga or anything, then I'd be what East Blue, um, Baroque, 
Skypea, Water Seven, um, and uh, God, what the fuck? NS Lobby. So I guess he means that everything after NS Lobby, I would assume, is what he means is bad. Uh, I mean, technically, Arlong is the fifth one. Yeah, I really doubt he means Arlong. <laughs> I, so if that you have makes the balls no to, sense. Yeah, I was gonna say if you have the, I, I'm pretty sure he means saga because people when they say arcs in One Piece they're referring to like the overarching saga, and it makes sense because like I said, Ennis Lobby is the fifth arc if we're looking at it like that, and a lot of people do try to say that it's the best, so then everything after that is bad, to which I disagree. Uh, Thriller Bark is fucking awesome. Marine Ford fucking awesome. And yeah, and if you have even regard, even if we go off based on Arlong or Ennis Lobby, you're stupid. Because everything yeah. after those two are just it just gets better. Yeah. I mean, Arlong, NS Lobby's still NS the best, Lobby, but fantastic. Uh, NS Lobby's still the best from what I've read, but Marine Ford just had the highest peaks in One Piece. It's not even close. You know, I would almost understand Thriller Bark not being the greatest. Like it, it it's it's one of the lower ones for sure. It I love Thriller Bark, took, man. Yeah, no, I I loved it too. I I was already in love with One Piece by that point anyway, though. Like I, I couldn't. They could have done the dumbest shit ever, and I just would have loved it anyway. But Thriller Bark, a lot of people consider that as one of the worst arcs, and I can see where they come from on it. I disagree, but I can see where they come from. Maybe if they're talking about that, okay. If not, uh yeah, you're you're an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. I know one Jake's really Jake's seating. Jake's seething at that take because he's like, God damn it, I, I love One Piece. One Piece became mad after they found the three-piece. The three-piece McNugget. Yeah, yeah, brother. Ooh, this one is from Jinx. Jinx is on a roll because they have some more stinkers in here. This one from Jinx, they say, Konosuba isn't funny at all, and Megumin isn't even that hot. i seen this collection. I don't know why he's saying that. He owns <laughs> Megumin figures, huh? Yeah, he does. Yeah. I mean, I see people rag on Konosuba's comedy all the time. Whatever. But that Megami one, unforgivable. That's Fuck actually you. unforgivable. Unforgivable. Yeah, no, like, uh, I could get Darkness not being that hot. I could forget. No, nah, actually, Aqua's freaking. I was freaking say, Aqua's, yeah, no. Uh, Darkness. Uh, okay. Hardy. Either the other two. No, I'm sorry. Dar- Darkness. All right. We could like we could slide that under the rug. Right? I could forgive you for that. But Megumin and Aqua literally top tier. No, 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 Jinx, Jinx. We need you. We need you. We need you in the pod right now. We're having I'll a go special ahead and, episode. I'll go ahead and drop Jinx's other take real quick. Uh, they say my dress up darling is overrated. Okay, dude. Did you not see the latest episode? Yeah, man. I read the manga, so I was waiting for that so long. I didn't think it was gonna be adapted the season because I forgot it was that early. Good lord. And you're telling me it's overrated. It's just a girl that's pretty much a nerd. That's actually what it is. And it's just not pretty guy. much a nerd. She's a big fucking nerd. And how how can you not like it? Jinx is out here freaking apparently pulling in freaking ten out of ten women right now. Nah, he's just jealous because he can't. And yeah, that's his dream life that somebody showing else up is in about. Yeah, he's he's mad that she has a as a body pillow before him. Dude, these, these Discord ones are rough. Holy shit! Okay, this other one is from Dwayne the Cuck Johnson again, and they say, "Garen Logan would be good if Simone wasn't so annoying." 
I have never got the vibe that Simon was annoying in Gurren Lagann. He does, he's like not at all. Like first seven episodes, sure, because he's relying on Bro or on a Kaminet so much. But like, I mean, he becomes freaking Kaminet at the end. Yeah, and then he turns into a fucking Giga Chad by the end. You cannot say he's annoying by the end of Gurren Lagann because, like, come on. And turn you're come saying Kaminet. You're saying Kaminet, freaking pinnacle halfway point of the show. Is annoying. He was never annoying to me. I, I just don't get it. I, I never found Simone annoying. I just don't know how you come to that conclusion. No. So we'll just ignore that one. Uh, Trash hot take. Very bad. Yes, that, that was a hot take. You probably are leading so far. Up until this next one, though, from not underscore Paris, they say all Chainsaw Man female characters aren't hot. Aren't hot. They're all mid. Oh, come on, dude. Get out of here. Dude, I just want... Okay, we're going to put him in a room. Right? We're going to put a picture of Makima's ass. We're going to see if he gets bricked up. No, I was going to say, look, <laughs> look, there, watch. I'm telling you, lock him in a room, time to... Or, yeah, lock him, lock him in a room, then Makima, Rezi, Power, um, Kobeni, Quincy, all of them walk into a room. You're telling me you're not going to fold. You will fold in the first minute, Paris. You put your money where your mouth is. You stay in there for an hour. If you don't fold, all right, I believe you. Well, you're folding. No, my man's folding instantly. Another one from Dwayne the Cuck Johnson. Dude, dude just wants to be put on the spotlight. He said, Attack on Titan sucked after the second season. Or sucked ass after the second season. Excuse me. <sighs> My God, these 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 takes. I could get season two being bad, but season three, come on, dude. Especially that second half. That was that was freaking those those just amazing. Especially after after the flashback or during the flashbacks. That's almost peak Attack on Titan right there. And he's telling it was mid. I mean, we we may not like the ending of Attack on Titan, but we still couldn't appreciate a good story when we see it. And it did have a good story. Until the end. <laughs> yeah, until the end. Oh, dude, there was some good ones I missed on Twitter. Um, fuck, what was the... I'll take it again, I'm sorry. I just, like, forgot after I read some. I guess A.T. Side Dash of the second season. Yeah, no, season three was un- undeniably, like, the best so far. And I don't think season four will top it. You really don't. What about you, Till? Uh, I, I, I'm happy for uh, Dwayne the Cuck Johnson bringing some actual hot takes in here because I agree that they're hot takes. They're absolutely trash. Yeah, they're dog shit, dude. <laughs> thank you, though. No, yeah, exactly. Thank you. Anything. That's what we wanted. Yeah, no, thank you, because that's what we were wanting. But also, at the same time, fuck you, because you're completely <laughs> wrong on all of them. <laughs> please, keep, please keep listening, though, if you do. So, Dwayne, we love you. All right. I want to go back to the Twitter real quick, because there are some good ones. Um, I forgot who said it, but somebody did say that I can't find it for some reason. They said, Attack on Titan Season 3 Part 2 is the greatest anime ever, and it's undeniable and they don't even watch the anime they said it's objectively the best 
How are you going to say something is the best? No, no, sorry, experience? sorry. I, I, they said they haven't, uh, even if you watch other anime. Let me see. Let me find the fucking question with the hot take because it was a weird one. Oh, I'll go back to this one actually, though. Um, this person said, uh, I'll, I'll leave that attack and title one for uh, when I find it. This one from at E underscore Bob Bop says there hasn't been a cultural hit since Madoka Magica. Yeah, your anime is fun and good, but nothing on that level of impact on the anime world. I guess Kill the Kill counts, but Madoka's influence was bigger. Thoughts? What What exactly did... I mean, Madoka Magica, I, 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 I will say I haven't seen it, but it took a turn for the to the fantasy girls, right? Where it, made... it basically popularized dark magical girls. It absolutely had a massive influence in anime industry, Jake. Increased the amount of anime originals that came out. Um, like I said, basically spurred on the concept the of it, it was it didn't create it, but it um it spread on the idea of the dark magical girl concept and basically a lot more anime taking like risks, basically. So like doing something ballsy by like the first second or third episode. It's just a lot of stuff like that. And a lot of people cite Madoka Magica as like their inspiration for a lot of their, their like series so it was it had a big impact on the anime world do i think it's the only thing that's impacted the anime world since over 11 years ago no i'm sure there's a lot more do you have any uh anime that you think impacted the world jake anime world grand blue dreamy really took an inspiration <laughs> that I don't know a lot about the anime world, so I'm not going to keep talking. Um, I'm just going to say Demon, Demon Slayer, Slayer movie. Yeah, exactly. Demon Slayer absolutely has been a cultural hit. And like, just no, put your goggles away again. Regardless of your opinion, it has absolutely impacted the anime world in one way or another. And its effects are already being seen. Uh, ghost stories was actually you know a huge impact on the anime world <laughs> yeah exactly that was before monica though so it doesn't yeah. count <laughs> it uh you oh. know it changed the whole industry you know you can you can not take yourself seriously and still be amazing i think one punch man easily that's all everybody oh, talked yeah. about when that came out that was it left a fucking massive mark on the anime world First i mean off, even for that sorry. matter for that matter, Dragon Ball. Like, that was... They, they mean so... since Monica. They mean since Monica. Oh, since Monica. Yeah. Okay. Not, not in general, just since Monica. So that's a 10-year time span. So basically, everything post-2010. Okay. Well, I retract my statement. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it'd be ignorant to say Monica was the only one when Dragon Ball is probably the most influ influential piece yeah. of media. You <laughs> like know, I'm, there, I'm so. thinking hot, hot that, that ain't berserk. That's what I ran to. That ain't berserk. Berserk, absolutely, yeah. Berserk has seen its fucking foothold in everything. So yeah, just, I, don't, in I don't know. I just, I just don't disagree. And I wouldn't even say, like, he put Kill or Kill there. That just means that they're just not, not looking at the scope, like, high enough. Because, yeah, I mean, Kill the Kill was influential. But, like, there's other anime, like I said, Demon Slayer and One Punch Man have had a much bigger influence, I think. So, and yeah, again, Madoka's influence was undeniably big. Who knows? Maybe it was slightly bigger than One Punch Man and Demon Slayer, but it was fucking close to it. And yeah, I know people say Kill a Kill is the savior because it saved anime. So I don't know why that's said, honestly. <laughs> like, 
it didn't really come out at a time where like anime was dying like at all maybe in the west i guess is why people try to say that but like at the same time attack on titan came out that year so <laughs> i don't know why that i really don't know where the kill a kill saved anime thing came from attack on titan and sao were airing basically it's like no that was probably the golden age <laughs> so whatever though um again i don't think madoka magica was the only influential thing um let me get this one more from the quotes uh we can do like a few more since i know we've been going for a fucking while uh this person gave a whole entire laundry list uh at 13736 again uh, a lot of them are just like mild but there's one that really bothers me they say konosuba isn't that good whatever monogatari is good with some questionable scenes but it's really not bad uh the the same opinion almost everybody holds Demon Slayer is mid. <laughs> you brave soul. Wow. That's the, that's the enemy of the century. Naruto was good and then got pretty bad halfway through. Shippuden saved it, though. We have no opinion on that. And Nichijou humor isn't funny. Fuck you. It <laughs> that's hilarious. it. That's it. That's it. Just that's the one that bothered me. That is the one that bothered me. Well, it's kind of one of those things humor subjective. So if you don't think it's funny, mm-hmm. okay. objectively funny, fuck you. Need to Joe's objectively funny. Exactly. Well, I, 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 I keep forgetting it to you. So, uh... <sighs> Man. and this last one on Twitter before we go back to the Discord at Kaze Kiba Two, they say we need fewer high school and more middle slash grade school anime in all genres. Enough sixteen year old angst. To give me eight year old anime girls and seventh grade chuny heartache. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Wow. Hey. I, I so when I read the first line of that, I thought it was going to be we need less high school anime because we need more mature anime. I, I didn't think it was going to go in the opposite direction. I think we need more. I got college. offended just from that. <laughs> I think there is a fair share of college anime out there. It's just you have to look, and it's just if you it like just, a Joe Saint sign in, it just needs to delve into more category, like more genres, though. Like, a lot of college anime are all in the same sort of areas. Like, you could do so much with college. Like, what Grand Blue Dreaming did. How many animes are like that? That's the typical life of a college student. <laughs> Honestly. I mean, so, we need more of that. I mean, I I, I don't know. I don't even know if this is a take from hot take from this person. Because there is a lot. And I mean a lot of uh, anime in middle school it's probably the most common setting if you really think about it middle school is probably the most common one um it's like middle school or first year of high school which is just like you know they're almost indistinguishable um and i guess the grade school thing is like if you're saying you want like more mature anime involving you know grade schoolers or younger characters because in my opinion i think the reason why made an abyss hits so hard is because it's these 12 year old kids going through literal hell and it just makes it that much more haunting then sure like if, it, if that's what you're referring to but like if you just want more like anime of revolving around those age groups there's a fuckload you're just not looking <sighs> okay back to the discord unless you guys have input i'll be honest i got nothing I your brain is just overheating my brain is probably <laughs> yeah you're right this one say x dialga said sword art online ain't that bad honestly i mean if you count the first half of every season yeah you're right 
as long as you don't talk about the second half, you're fine. Yeah, it's just whatever you just look at, I guess. Uh, again, I got no horse in that race. I think it's bad, but whatever. I haven't seen past season two. If you think elicization is fine. Hey. Uh, Alfheim sucks ass, though, objectively. So. Let me find more. Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, man. This is. Uh, oh, my Lord. I need to wait for Toe to get back for this one. All right. Do another one. Do another Holy one. Holy shit. Tella is going to lose his mind. He's probably going to go hunt down this person. Um. Okay, well, we haven't seen Osama ranking, but this comes from Ask Splat, bro. They say 86 clears mid-Sama ranking. Osama ranking is just getting dick-sucked by the anime community. Somebody's mad. Jesus. <laughs> We've got no opinion on that, but I don't know. Uh, it seems, from what I've seen, it seems like the show is definitely worthy of a lot of praise. Um, Why it's being directly compared to 86? I don't know. 86 technically didn't even air at the same time. There's only two episodes this season. Are they even comparable? I don't think so. Dude, freaking 86. I heard the last two episodes were great. On Reddit, it had over a thousand rewards. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, we did it, Reddit. <laughs> yeah, but you're going against a freaking attack on Titan. That thing freaking blows up. Dude, Dress Up Darling and Takagi beat out Attack and Titan this week in popularity. I'm so fucking happy. Dude, 86 about to freaking blow the water out. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's actually about to it's actually about to blow the water out of all the rankings because it Darling actually, will still beat it. Nope. It didn't it on the anime trending websites last year, it didn't top the charge, Jake, so I doubt it will this time. Oh, you'll because see. It's it's critically ranked high, but in terms of popularity, no, it's not beating Attack on Titan. I'm sorry. I'm sh I'm sorry to tell you that. Uh, dude, sorry to say this, but dude, got more upvotes and more awards on Reddit. That's a good oh, man. Sign. Oh yeah, fucking Reddit. Oh man, we did it, redditors. <laughs> dude, you're about to buy your words when that happens. Dude, you can be like, oh shit. I'll buy my words oh, gladly, Jake. Dude, you better hey, buy man. me some freaking wings, bro. Well, this next one uh, from Samu. This is probably the second to last one, I think. Because uh, the last one, till we saved it, I was about to say it, and then you left. But it's real bad. <laughs> Probably the worst. This one is from Samu. And he says, Ruby is an anime. And to that, I say, fuck you, it is not. False. Not by any stretch of the imagination. False. He's not a true Ruby fan, because he said it's an anime. They all hate the show, even the fans. Yep, it's created by an a American studio. It's a American voice actors. It's uh, all American writers. Um, it's you know put on rooster teeth. It's it's not anime. It just because it's not cultural and has a Japanese dub because it's a Japanese dub. No, it's not. It has a manga, yes, an official manga made by Japanese people, yes. And if they it's adapt like the manga into an anime, then yes, it will be an anime if a Japanese studio makes that. But it's not an anime. It's like calling King of the Hill an anime. Yeah. <laughs> or I mean, it has a Japanese guy. dub. Have you heard the King of the Hill uh, Japanese dub, Tell I, I, I have listened to it for a wee bit. It it's, for a it's fucking great. But no, Ruby's not an anime. Uh, sorry to tell you, just because it's anime inspired. Just like people try to say Avatar is, it's not. It's not. It's it's anime inspired cartoons. Yeah, anime inspired for sure. I mean, they, it's clear that it is, but it's not an anime. And this last one, tell you're gonna, whew, you're gonna love. All right, for the real big hitter, 
This comes from The Big Yikes, and they say, saying Toradora is your favorite romance just shows that you haven't experienced the genre. Uh, uh, a lot of problems with that. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm sorry. No, <laughs> I, I don't even know where oh, to begin on this. The Gex is here. Get to you get to talk straight to his face, though. All right, hello, Big Yikes. Um. I'm sorry, but no, uh, it, it is, uh, it is an actually good representation of not only, not only a romance, it, it is a, it is somewhat of a rom-com as well. Like it does not take itself very seriously in the first couple of episodes as in it misdirects you like when watching the first bit of it, it it does not. You do not think it's going to go where it goes. You want it to, but it doesn't. And yet, in the end, it, it it represents, I think, a high school romance, damn near perfect, because that is actually how things end up happening, more or less. Like, what you want is not what you want most of the time in high school. You think it is, but it's not. You end up finding something better, something happier, something that you're going to have a lot more fun with. And you just haven't experienced enough life to do it. And that is literally the whole thing about it, in my opinion. Like when I was watching it, that was what was laid out to me is that everyone has their goals, hopes and dreams, you know, of what they think their life is going to turn out and what they want it to be in high school. I there's like maybe 0.5% of the population that has actually achieved that from high school. It never ends up that way. But the connections you make, the people that you talk to the most, that's what ends up being the truth. That's what ends up being more persuasive of what's going to happen in your future. And it, it, it just does that so well. It, it does it in a rom-com fashion. It's not all just romance or it's not all seriousness. It's not all comedy by any means. It, it changes from a rom-com midway through, in my opinion. And it, it it's just fantastic. I mean, it, it just doesn't work. It, if you know. <laughs> all right. Uh, that that that's my rant for now unless i think of something else to bring up but it, yeah no it is such a good representation of what would be typical in real life because it has taken place in a real life setting of what something that definitely could happen or may have happened in this world many times one time was better i know uh people always try to say the thing before door is like it's a baby's first rom-com uh it's what most people watch at the beginning. That's why most people love it. But it's like, it's, it's rated highly and most people love it because it's fucking good. It deserves that praise, I think. And I mean, I haven't explored the romance genre super fucking deep. And I mean, to be fair, most of the romance that I look at is etchy romance. Um, but 
I don't know. I've, I've seen my fair share of romance, and I still think Toradora is far and away the best. Kaguya is getting close. Uh, Takagi is actually, I wouldn't say far and away the best anymore, because Takagi, Dress of Darling, and Kaguya are all right there. And yes, I said Takagi. Takagi is fucking beautiful. I love it. But it's still really fucking good. It's still like a damn near perfect show. It is perfect. I actually have no qualms about it. Um, really no complaints about Toradora. And um, it was not one of the first anime I watched. It was actually eight years into, no, six years into my anime watching uh, career, if you will, that I saw it. And that was four years ago. So. And I still love it to this day. So it's like, it's fucking great. So yeah, uh, big yikes. Uh, keep watching the podcast, uh, but uh, tell you want to give him a little one of these guys, <laughs> one of these guys. Oh yeah, no, uh, yeah. Keep 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 watching the podcast. We definitely enjoy the support, but uh, and also thank you for the hot take. You know, it is it is definitely <laughs> thank a hot you for being take. A patron. Yeah, thank yeah. You. It is definitely you know a, a fiery take, but and that's why it's fiery takes because you're just 100 percent wrong. So mm-hmm. yeah, no, go fuck yourself. That <laughs> wrong just how it works i'm sorry you got input jake before we move on no nah, i mean all you guys pretty much covered it man i mean i agree with tell wholeheartedly i love you sean but i mean that's a bitch move right there man <laughs> all right <laughs> well uh jake would you like to give your hottest take my hardest take is that Ethan's ass is better than mine. I'm gonna be honest. You guys, don't, I don't know what you guys are looking at. Like my thing is an absolute dumpy wumpy in the making. Like it's it's a Monday morning, you know, garbage truck coming in. They ain't coming for your trash can. They're coming for the dump truck back here. Um, uh, <laughs> not at all. Where I was expecting you to go with that. Um, all right. Tell, would you like to give uh, your hot take? My hot take is that everyone should try alcohol at least once. Okay, my hot take is that <laughs> our patrons over on patreon.com slash askcast are all super cool people. And Tell will tell you all about them. Oh, Damn, I forgot we had this. All right. <clears throat> yeah, thank you to our uh, top supporters on Patreon, Patreon, or our top patrons, including the Big Yikes, Outdated, Big E, Corbin, Eva Monk, and then our other patrons, including Hadrian, Fanner, T Fry, M4 Blitz, Flom Jom, 5.7 Mondo, Nitris, Arctic, and Mr. Monday. Thank you all to our beautiful, beautiful, fantastic patrons. Even though they came in with some pretty terrible hot takes, we still appreciate you. Indeed, we do. Oh, whoops. <laughs> it showed something that was. Oh, why was that hello? there on there? That was a. Uh, it was uh, a Twitter related thing. Anyways. Um, our 5 and $10 tier gets you access to our bonus episodes. We post at least one bonus episode a month. Um, will that change? Who knows? I'll take <laughs> probably not. Um, it's gonna change, dude. <laughs> unless we have the time to do it. Um, but yes, five and ten dollars here gets you access to those bonus episodes, as well as a special on Discord where you get to listen to those episodes live and special channels and um, early access to our mainline episodes. 
um, where they're posted to Spotify. So the audio version of it, basically, uh, if you want to listen to it on the go instead of sitting here holding YouTube open. And um, the $2 tier gets you access to that um, early access and the special one discord. We also have a Ko-Fi to fund Jake's, what, $8,000 laptop now or something like that. No, it's, track. it's, it's, tw- it's 12,000 uh, GPU. Yeah, GPU. Um, it's just a place to throw money at us. Uh, it's, it's not at all mandatory or like something you need to do for us. It also gets you a role on Discord, though, so you get to listen to those episodes live as well and those special channels. But the best way to support us will always be by listening to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and YouTube, all at Anime Safe Space. We're also on Twitch uh, at twitch.tv slash kikazoo and twitch.tv slash canary1485. We'll be streaming to both of those as as well as our YouTube channel, so keep an eye out for that. Um, We stream these episodes live every week, and we got a live audience with us right now. Thank you guys for stopping by. We also have a Twitter at Anime Safe Space. Uh, it's where we post our questions and give updates about the podcast and release episodes. Uh, we also have a Discord. The link is down in the description and every single platform you're listening to the episode on. Um, we do game nights, watch alongs, AMQ nights, and we just shoot the shit with the boys. It's a lot of fun there. Adding lots of emotes and stickers every day if you're into that. And um, yeah, we'd love to see you there. All right, everybody. This was a great episode of the Anime Space Safe Space podcast. Um, I've been teasing some of the uh, some of the live watchers by chewing on a cigarette in my mouth. Not enough to destroy it, because it is time to smoke this baby as I am walking to the bars.